It's impossible to know everything about a pre-owned vehicle. You don't know how the previous owner drove it, whether they used a quality oil, or what kind of wax they used to protect the paint job. But thanks to vehicle history reports, you can learn a great deal about the history of a vehicle. This history can also tell you a lot about the previous owners. This is the Car Buying Podcast, the show where I save you time, money, and hassle when buying your next vehicle. On this episode, we will be talking about vehicle history reports. So what is a vehicle history report? Back in the 80s, many used car sellers were rolling back the odometers on vehicles to fool unsuspected buyers into paying more for a higher mileage vehicle. So a guy decided he would gather mileage data from state inspection records and sell this information in reports to counter this widespread odometer fraud. And eventually, they would gather information from all 50 states, insurance companies, service centers, and more. Now this information is available in a report that any dealer, any buyer can purchase. The two big players in vehicle history reports are Carfax and AutoCheck. And both are going to contain most of the same information. Now for our purposes here, I'm probably going to use the terms Carfax and Vehicle History Report interchangeably because that's what I use daily. Now the most straightforward way to get a vehicle history report is to buy it. You can buy it yourself, just right on their website. As of right now, a Carfax report costs $39.99 and an auto check report costs $24.99. That's the price for single reports. Now, most people will look at more than one used car, so you can save a little money by buying multiple vehicle history reports from either provider. Now, if you're buying from a dealer, most of them will provide a free Carfax report right on their website. Now, keep in mind, on the Carfax back end that a dealer uses, there's an option to hide a Carfax report on the website if the report contains negative information like an accident or some sort of negative history. So take note, if a dealer seems to offer Carfax reports on most of their inventory, but not on a specific vehicle that you may notice. Now, even if the Carfax report isn't listed on their website, most, not all, but most will gladly provide you with one via email or in person. We as dealers pay a monthly fee for unlimited Carfax reports, so it doesn't cost us anything to provide you with that information. So once you have your report, What should you look for? Now, if you'll go to carbuyingpodcast.com, you can see some screenshots of a sample Carfax report to help you visualize what I'm about to go through for you. I'll also put a link to that image in the show notes. First, you need to make sure it's a legit report. If they send you a screenshot, like an image of a Carfax, then ask for a link to the actual report on Carfax's website. Now, this might sound nitpicky, but I say this because many sellers on Craigslist right now are currently doing this. I just spoke with an older gentleman this week who was looking at a Craigslist car several states away, and the seller on Craigslist sent him a screenshot of a Carfax. That screenshot had our dealership listed as one of the servicing dealers, so he called me to ask if I had any additional records on it, and while I didn't, I was able to tell him that the car had been wrecked the seller failed to send him that part of the Carfax report. 
So once you know that you're looking at a legit vehicle history report, make sure the VIN number matches. I've seen a few shady dealers who would, they say, accidentally give someone the wrong report when the actual report had some negative information on it. So make sure the VIN matches up. Make sure you're looking at history on the correct vehicle. So on the first page of a Carfax report, because that's the one we're specifically talking about here, there's a summary at the top that shows the model info, the VIN number, the highlights from the vehicle's history. These are all the high points. You look for a green check at the top that indicates no accident history. Now we'll look at what to check for when you do see an accident later. You'll also be able to see if it's a one owner here, if that matters to you. The report will also summarize the number of service records, the last odometer reading, and Carfax's guess at how the history in the report affects the vehicle's value. It's good to glance at all this information before you get into the details of the report. Now below the summary will be the ownership and title history. This will show how long each owner had the vehicle and what state it was titled in. And so this will tell you if there are any title problems. These should all be green. If a vehicle has been flooded, salvaged, or junked, then you will see that clearly marked in this section. Next will be the additional history summary. This will highlight any accidents, recalls, warranty data in the report. Then finally below that is the meat of the report. You'll see the detailed history of the vehicle. This may be pages long. It may just be a few lines long, depending on how much history has been reported on the vehicle, how old it is. Um, You can read through line by line to see the ownership changes, reports of vehicle color, title renewals, uh, certain service events, and accidents. Now we have all this information. What do we do with this information? First off, what do we do when we see an accident? Usually it's going to say whether it was minor damage, moderate, or severe. And if the accident was severe, you might also see that there was structural damage or whether or not the airbags deployed. And it will even tell you often if the vehicle was able to drive away from the accident or it had to be towed. Um, Sometimes this will be worded that it was the vehicle was still functional or not. And this is also where you can determine whether an accident is a deal breaker for you or not. Keep in mind that Carfax just reports the information that they receive. They didn't see the wreck or whatever the accident was. Someone may have an accident and they don't even report it to the insurance company. So this accident wouldn't show up in the history report at all. This is why you have the vehicle inspected. Alternatively, someone else could have run into a grocery cart and reported it to their insurance and this would show up as an accident. Probably minor, a minor accident. A good rule that I use when we're bringing a vehicle in on trade or when we're shopping or selling a vehicle is to look at the history after the accident. After the accident, did the owner immediately sell the vehicle? Maybe it was so bad that they didn't want it anymore. This could be a red flag. Do you see a ton of service records like the alignment getting adjusted right after the accident? This could indicate ongoing issues with the vehicle. On the other hand, if there was an accident and then the owner continued driving the vehicle with no apparent issues, then maybe it wasn't a big deal. So what should you do if you see a title issue, like a salvage title? 
personally, I would advise against buying a vehicle with a salvage title or a rebuilt title. The savings, to me, never outweigh the risk. You're going to have problems with financing, with the insurance, and probably with the vehicle. Now, if the Carfax is acceptable to you, the history looks good to you, you should still always get the vehicle inspected by someone you know and trust. Just because there aren't accident records doesn't mean there aren't accidents. And likewise, just because there aren't service records doesn't mean the vehicle wasn't meticulously serviced. Some service centers just don't report to Carfax, so have the vehicle inspected. Now let's go through some questions. Austin from Florida asks, A vehicle I'm looking at shows a different color on the Carfax than the actual vehicle. What does this mean? I know what you're thinking, and yes, this could mean that the vehicle has been painted after an accident. More than likely, it's a mistake made at the DMV or at the dealership. And this often happens with odometers as well. Someone just punches in the wrong mileage or the wrong color. I would try to get the original window sticker or the vehicle build sheet to determine the factory color. You also can look at the paint code and get that from the driver's door jam. You may have to Google where that's located on your particular vehicle. Um, When you get the vehicle inspected, which you should, they can also usually tell you if it's been painted by inspecting it closely. Tina from Nevada says the auto check report shows a previous owner only had the vehicle for two months. Is this a red flag? Not usually. People get rid of vehicles for all sorts of reasons, sometimes weird reasons. Sometimes they buy a vehicle without test driving it and find out they hate the way it rides. Sometimes they have a family emergency and maybe they can't afford the payment. And sometimes people just do stupid things. If you're sure that this model is right for you and have done your research and you've had it inspected, then I wouldn't be too concerned with what someone else did. April from Tennessee asks, how can I tell if a vehicle was a rental? Usually at the top of the Carfax where the ownership history is listed, it will say personal or rental. Often it will say fleet or fleet rental instead. But really anything other than personal will usually indicate that it was a rental vehicle. Now to answer a question that you didn't necessarily ask, should you be worried about buying a rental car? In my opinion, no. Just have it inspected and you should be fine. I want to hear from you. Have you had any experiences with vehicle history reports? What tips can you share with us? On the next episode of the Car Buying Podcast, we'll be looking at 0% financing and whether or not it's a good deal. And I'd like to answer some questions from you guys on the next episode. So if you have a question you'd like answered, you can email me at info at carbuyingpodcast.com, tweet at me at carbuyingpod, or leave me a voicemail, 740-777-9780, and I'll try to answer your question on the next episode. Also, if you find this information helpful, leave a review on iTunes to help other people find the show.